When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before. But you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's only one Eric's Family Barbecue location in Arizona. That's right, just one. It's in Avondale, and it's worth the drive over and over again. Barbecue restaurants that have several locations usually cut their quality for expansion. Not Eric's Family Barbecue. Eric serves Texas-style barbecue that never disappoints, always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Now, we know brisket is king, but have you tried their pulled pork with coleslaw? It's a match made in heaven. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. All right, that's enough, cock. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Thursday. This is the Morning Sickness. My name's John Holmberg. There's Brady Bogan, Brett Fesley, Big Dick Toledo, and we're off and running, uh, having a, a wonderful discussion just now about something I don't think anybody cares about, which was sports history beyond recognition. I mean, the second no-hitter in the history of the World Series. Don Larson's the only other one who did it. I'm, 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 I'm trumping this thing a little bit. I prefer my no-hitters to be thrown by one guy. Combo no-hitters, for some reason, seem less than. But Don Larson's no-hitter. But don't, that's a... Don't you think that, in a way, is a tougher feat? No. No. Perfect game. All by yourself. Because you have a chance, at least, you know, you're facing the same pitcher. Oh, yeah. When you see well, Don Larson's saying, perfect game was 94 pitches, which is amazing. That will never be taught. The guy that got think. pulled last night at, after six innings, I think, at 104. And it isn't about, like, you know, the pitch count. That was, he was just blowing dudes over. I mean, 94 pitches. Is, nobody got a good look at him. Until the last at bat, and yeah. Even then, they weren't looking good. So, I don't know. I just like my no hitters to be a guy who's got nothing left. The Billy Chapel, the terrible movie with yeah. uh, Kevin Costner, yeah. where he couldn't, you know, Romy, don't put that two down. I can't the, throw a curveball. The, the mind game yeah, going he, on, talking to himself. He's talking to himself. His arms burning. He, he doesn't, but he knows he's got to stay out there for that. Uh, the perfect game. I, it's still amazing. It's still impressive in the World Series to no hit a team. But if you watch baseball at all this year, the Phillies were. Were garbage for like four months. They were terrible. It's you're going to know hit anybody. Yeah, a couple years ago. Yeah, it's that you know. How about I didn't see you coming, so it's not surprising that you fell back into what I saw you as all year in one game. But they, they, they you know, eh, they're a power hitting team. But it was still amazing. Second one, and here's the most amazing part: no one cares. No one at all cares. It's not like a yeah. hardly a headline. Um, most news organizations has it buried like a fifth or sixth story. I have a friend who thinks it's a rigging. He thinks uh, the Phillies are going to – he goes, I guarantee you now the Phillies win the World Series. I'm like, why is that? Because they basically talked to the teams and said, Houston can't win. America will hate it. Baseball is known as the cheating sport with all the steroids and the gambling and all the crap. They're always tied to cheating. Houston's known as the cheaters. 
Um, they can't let them win a World Series right there. You know, the crown jewel can't be Houston wins. So the Phillies are going to win it all. But in order to get ratings and everything else, the Phillies got no hit to have a historical event. And I'm like, wow, that's an awful lot of choreography to go into a game that where somebody could accidentally you know connect on one and put it out and bloop one or something you know if they're still swinging and hitting it you know you can't just plan a grounder to third you know so i'm like it's an interesting theory though to say the phillies have to go up there and get no hit and then everybody would be talking about the world series and then phillies go on to win the world series with that little blemish in the middle of it do the numbers go up on the next game, knowing that the no, no hitter, it's a lightning the strike. Maybe missed the no hitter. It's not happening again. Let's it's check tonight. it out. Yeah, if you missed the World Series, you're not seeing another World or uh, missed the no hitter. You're not seeing another one tonight. It's history, man. I mean, they haven't given up a hit in like 14 innings or something like that, which is a record for. But it's just and no hitters are uh, amazing, but only when they're done. A no hitter is boring. It's boring until the sixth inning. Yeah. Like you're watching. You're watching there. a team yeah. unable to hit. It's like Jesus. They're getting them. They can, and they're exciting once you realize, ooh, guy's got a no-no going. But for a while, you're just like, my team's inept. This sucks. We're getting. And then you're. And if you're on the other, you know, you're a fan of the Phillies. You're sitting there going, this sucks. Like this flat stinks. So it's a tough game to watch until I got like six people called me at. I don't know. It was like eight thirty last night. Oh, are you watching this? I'm like, I just turned it on. Oh. Like I, I, I have had no interest in any, like baseball at all. Like it's like you just said. You're like, is the World Series going on? Like you, had, you had forgotten. I was legit. I thought it was still the playoffs. And it's two teams that you know aren't nationally yeah. followed, so it's you know. Usually, I'll, I'll get a text on I, that, you and I did. Nobody's. Which is, yeah, it's not. It's not doing well. Baseball's in a bad space. It's not in a good spot. And that was a. There have been two. The the World Series has been played. Since 1903, there have been there have been World Series games. There used to be eight and nine games a series. You think of all the games played in the World Series, two no hitters, and last night was number two. It's pretty amazing. Don Larson did it. What was it 56? Something like that. I think so. Yeah. Amazing. The funny so. uh, story out of Philadelphia: two restaurants, Angelo's and uh, Mike's Barbecue. The owners came out and said the team called the Astros called we we're not serving them it will not serve Astros we will not serve Astros and then all of a sudden the next day they're getting trolled people are gonna pray from the Houston basically they're putting up where they walk back well you see the call came in the guy from Angel was like the call came in late. I couldn't, you know, we were closing up. Uh, stick oh, to your guns. I know. It's like, we don't serve guns. Astros. Yeah. And what do you care about people in Houston telling you to shove it for? Because they're, uh, you know, go tell them uh, 10 bucks. There was like a hit, go throw a Philly cheesesteak at the windows of the place. Who? The they're telling Astro fans. Just, yeah, okay. Astro fans. So that's, then they just call the cops on them. That's. Vandalism. We, we didn't say we're not. No, the first no, one. Stick the, with it. If you're not going to yeah, serve Astros, the guy you say from no Angelos Astros. was very funny. Total Italian is like, yeah. uh, you kidding? I'm a lifelong Philly fan. Yeah, and stick with it. Then stick yeah. with it, you pussy. That's what a wuss. Yeah, and so what if Houston people? From, well, there are, people look Philadelphia. Nobody cares about your town enough to visit it like a, a lot. Houston is not looking at Philadelphia for their summer break. It may be on some sort of a weird uh, sixth grade um, history project. You have to go back and look at the Liberty Bell and 
you know, Ben Franklin's house, but that's about it. Nobody from Houston's going, you're not offending enough of Houston to be, like, scared of it. Stop it. In fact, I'd treat Houston Astros fans, not just their players, but their fans, the way Chick-fil-A treats gays. No chicken for you. You're out. <laughs> it's wor- in, in, in the eyes of, a, of an Astro fan, it's worse than what the owners of Chick-fil-A used to think, which is if you, if you jerk a dude off and you're a dude, you don't get chicken. I, I think being a, an Astros fan is worse than that. Like, if you're tugging a wang, you're totally acceptable. If you're a Houston Astros fan, you're a horrible human being. You tolerate the worst. That's how good Angelo's is, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. He's never been trolled before. It's I all, don't know how to handle this. It's all in perspective of what else there is to eat in Philly. Philadelphia's kind of gross. It's in the so water. It's, it's just a <laughs> disgusting thing. Speaking of water, I saw a thing last night on YouTube. Again, right before bed, I dive into these little stories. Uh, the water you drink, the glass of water, are you drinking water? Anybody drinking water right I now? Just the water one. you drink on uh, average has been through time, at least uh, 10 other people have had that cup of water that you're drinking. It's because recycled all water, all water yeah. is just recycled. So this guy came up with this amazing like mathematicians are an unbelievable group and he uh he came up with this thing that here's the 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 math equation it is uh it's hard to follow i'm not good at this stuff it's basically uh p ratio equals total water peed over total water total vertebrate biomass ever lived p rate over total water equals average biomass uh, yeah, equals average biomass vertebrates P rate per year, years of uh, vertebrates over total water. So all the water in the world versus all the mankind versus how often mankind's peed throughout the years, how it recycles itself. And then vertebrates, not just man, but like animals that drink it or walk through it or whatever. So every tap, glass of tap water on average through this equation has been... Uh, been around since a, the beginning in, of time? In another glass... Since uh, 10 times before you. That's the average. Wow. And evaporation rates evolved in this yeah. and all this other stuff. But evaporation is just recycling of water because it goes up and then comes back. We're breathing it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're, yeah. You're, but the water, the glass of water is all this is. You're just drinking a glass of water that has been drank 10 times prior by something else or someone else. Been through it's the system. Pissed. It's been through the piss, the piss roll. And so the obvious question is, uh, is this a... You know, did Fiji water do this study? Because they're like, stop drinking out of the tap. It's gross. We do ours. It's all filtered. Yeah. Everything's the same. But Fiji's the same deal. Their water is water that's been here for a long time. Stuff lives in it. Pees in it. People drink it. Pee it out. It goes back into the system. It's gross. Poop in the water. They didn't get into that, Brady. That's why I drink vodka. That's right. Uh, You know, The alcohol will kill the liquid. There's water in it. I think. (laughs) Yeah, the water part was just disgusting. It was just flat out gross. But yeah, this is what I do rather than watch World Series no hitters. It's like uh, look at terrible stories about. I wonder how often my water has been recycled through someone's urine, or and you don't know. Like think of the people where it hurts to pee, that gets recycled back in, filtered. Yeah, oh. chlamydia piss. All right, I'm that just goes right back into the system. straight vodka for me from now on. <laughs> and yeah. what you probably fire water. Know, That's like, what I'm going. Man, with. this water's really good. Yeah, and this it stuff. could have been the. This has a almost a viscous tanginess to it. <laughs> this is hard to swallow. This, this my water is your water like a loogie too. 
My water smells like a hooker. Let it sit for a little bit. It'll dissipate. I was told one time a long time ago, if, you know how when you let your tap water sit and then that white film will build yeah. on the bottom? I've always wondered what that was. And I took the time to look once. Oh, no. And a quant- that quantum physicist guy told me this. And I was like, I don't buy this. And I looked. And it, there's some truth to it that the pollutants in the water and the hard water are basically like old toilet paper. Like that's the – it's the, the tiny molecular – tiny nanoparticles. Yeah. And after a while, there's so much of it that if you let water sit, you'll see – it's not all toilet paper. It's like you can't yeah, pour it out and see paper. But there might be But that's what causes the water to have – a fight in it to get better. And then there's like the lime. Yeah. After a while, I don't know what it is, but I don't know what lime is. I know it's a thing, but is it because of all the passing of tampons and TP and all that stuff that the water's got to get past? Yeah. <laughs> We're gross. The water starts smelling like a sisu tree. Oh, <laughs> God. Just filtering through a, a hotel towels. Yuck. That's true. Yeah. Think about think Vegas about, water. Oh, oh, think man. about Vegas water. Going oh. through all – because, I mean, they need their water to wash their stuff. town is pregnant. Oh, oh man. Yeah. Oh. Blah. Yeah. You say, I'm not gay. It's against God. Well, if you've ever had a glass of water in Vegas, you've had more than most gay guys. <laughs> uh, we're so gross. Just humans are gross. It's repulsive. But, yeah, I was trying to do – and then I look at that. Like, I took extra time to read the math equation. And I'm trying to get it right. Like, you know. P ratio equals total water P divided by total water equals total vertebrate mass ever lived. And I'm like, I'm, I'm reading this like I understand it. Yeah. yeah. I have English mm-hmm. no yeah. idea. I don't know. It's, it's basically a you know those things that you see in Goodwill hunting on a yeah. big glass <laughs> wall. I don't know what any of that is. But it's just, uh, it, it, everything's safe. Water's safe. Don't worry about it. It's just definitely gone through the system at least 10 times. And that's since the beginning of you know what we know. That's not bad, but it's uh, bathroom tap is usually worse for whatever reason because it doesn't run as often, so the water sits longer and becomes like one with the gross, and then it fires through there because you don't really drink bathroom water a lot; it doesn't run as much. So gross, crushing your teeth. I'm only I'm only going to boil water and pour vodka in it and then filter out the water. Damn right, that's exactly how. The world should work. Now you know why Glenn Danzig was so upset. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. He read the same exact thing. He had to have it. No plastics. No, no. I needed Triple it in a filtered. porcelain cup. Yeah. He needed it to be perfect and filtered and everything else. That is how the world's supposed to work. We should all be more like Glenn Danzig, except fully grown human beings. It's gross. But enjoy your water this morning. And be like Brett. Hydrate with vodka. It yeah, works. Right. It's that. I just use my... Wilderness Athlete Heroes, and I put all that pee water in it, and then uh, go crazy. <laughs> John, Ugh. I'm so glad the podcast is only going to be up for 24 hours now. I don't want to hear the story again. <laughs> yeah, don't listen twice. <laughs> if you're listening now, there's no reason to double up. Although it is the way the world needs to work. Another way the world needs to work is what's uh, what's going – it's probably the greatest pageant story of all time. Miss Argentina and Miss Puerto oh. Rico secretly marrying, and they are hot. Oh, if they could have kids. Oh, my God. They are hot. Miss Miss Argentina. I still don't believe it. I don't either. They showed the pictures of them vacationing on their honeymoon. Oh, look at those two. And most pageant girls are goofy and ugly. These two are not. No. They're smoke shows. And they decided to let the world know in some sort of a publicity stunt, don't care, uh, that they decide to vapor lock their donuts on the reg. One's 26, the other's 22. 
Met at the pageant, right? Yeah, met at Miss uh, the International one, the Miss Universe. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. International pageant winners showing love. It knows no boundaries. Miss Argentina, whose name is Mariana Varela, and Miss Puerto Rico, who is Fabiola Valentin. What a name. Did you ever see Bill Maher's breakdown of how um, Mm. the LGBTQ population has changed over the years? Uh -uh. It's like it went from the the boomers, it was like 4%. Millennial, it goes up to... Right now, in the oh. last ten years, millennials twenty eight percent. He goes by twenty fifty four. We'll all be gay. Yeah, everyone will be gay, and that's the goal. And they said that there wasn't an agenda, but if you look at the numbers of like, and they say they always it's like say like tripled. Over no one would admit they were gay back then. I'm like, no, I was around back like twenty five, thirty years ago. No one was gay. Maybe a guy was, but he got over it real fast. You know, <laughs> girls were the same way. Now it's so accepted, and I guess maybe that's better because you get stuff like this in the news, like the Today Show. Talking about Miss Argentina and Miss Puerto Rico getting married, and they celebrate it. If this was 30 years ago, it would have been a scandal in oh, the yeah. pageant community. They would have probably been like, well, we can't have this filthy against God behavior. These pageants were kind of uh, wholesome at one now point. Now it gives a little spice to the pageants. More people will tune in. Yeah. Oh, if we, have, if we have a chance that one of them's going to just chow down on another one in the next time. Well, you pick out the couple, you start, you start treating it like a dating show. Or what if it turns into like a share concert? They're just all treated like divas. Or WNBA. In the crowd, yeah. But, you know, these two are not the pageant people that you home oh, man. Just sitting there in their Yankees hats because they're Puerto Rican and Venezuelan. Of course, they're Yankees fans. They're from Washington oh. Heights. Sign me up. It is just these two are yeah, absurdly it's... hot. Look at that one. Yeah, yeah. But we are. 20, 28% of uh, Gen Z is considers themselves open to the idea of a lesbian or gay relationship. 28%. Well, if they look like that, yeah. Yeah, and yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, if I was a girl, that's what I'd be going for. Miss Argentina slash Miss Puerto Rico. Well, I'd be drinking Ooh. their pee water like crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't be filtered through <laughs> at all. each other. Straight from the tap of her urethra. Boom, hit it. Fill up my cup. I'd be filling my hero pouches with those. But yeah, that's a pretty amazing thing. But we are being phased out as men. As be, you know, we're in toxic masculinity. They don't like us here. They don't want us to find them attractive anymore. They don't. And and then we kind of stepped into it by by loving lesbian porn so much. Like we like when hot girls do it, right? Oh yeah. So then it became that became almost an accessory to hotness is to kiss a girl or be around another chick. And then they they realized how much better that is than kissing some stubble faced dude. So, yeah, we're Can't being phased them. out. We're, I ain't either. Can't we're, but men are being phased out. Every, every chance they get to say, oh, you're gross, you know. And then you look at that demure, beautiful miss. But I'm surprised that a 22-year-old and 26-year-old tied the knot. You know what I mean? That's pretty committed lesbianism to go, I'm 22, and this is it. And she's going to stay married to it for a long time. And it's better than winning any pageant. I would have never known about Miss Puerto Rico and Miss Argentina until they did a – 
you know, the opportunities a porn or have. this. Those are the only things. Nobody, I, nobody knows who they are. But oh, the opportunities just went through the moon, through the moon. And the movies they could make and the, the Subaru ads, they'll oh, be on all sorts of photo stuff. shoots and uh, <laughs> yeah, the Subi Doobies. They'll be driving around it. now. <laughs> it would change the image of the Outback, oh, yeah. that's for sure. Instead of that bi-level, you know, female PE teacher driving around a car form. bike shorts and a strange bulge, they're like, "What is that? Is that a labia hanging down your thigh? How do you do that?" Like Miss Ballbreaker from yeah, Porgies. Exactly. <laughs> These two are the new face of lesbianism, and that's great. Because most lesbians, not so much. I've seen WNBA games. I've been to Ain't Nobody's Business. I've, I've hung out at BS West. The dudes are hotter. Those chicks wander in there, and you're like, oh, God. It's like when the normal lesbians wander into a bar. It's like when uh, the bikers got there in any which way but loose. <laughs> they all look like the spiders or whatever they were called. The Black, Black Widows. Black Widows, yeah. Now, that's a bar I'd want to go to. Careful, lesbians. You start getting too hot, us guys will show up at your lesbian bars and just, it'll be men's night at your lesbian's bar. Rolling. <laughs> hanging out like you've been hanging out at our bars. Yeah, it's crazy. But that is, they're very sexy. Six white cloths for me and the boys. <laughs> <laughs> we're just here to hang out and check it. We're to watch sports. What's on, Volleyball. Girls gymnastics. I'm. I'm. I love this bar. <laughs> I never thought of that. A lesbian bar probably has the sports we are not allowed to watch most of the time at home. You know, because well, it's like I wonder how that one's doing. The lady that opened up the sports bar. Yeah, that wasn't a lesbian bar. It was just for women, and all she was doing was showing. Like, but I'm talking like lesbian bars want to watch hot chicks doing sports. They're not watching golf and tennis. They're watching sand volleyball and. College volleyball and gymnastics, and you ever watch the college gymnastics? The girls that can't make the Olympics because most of the time it's because they developed, but they still want to do gymnastics. So you've got chicks with huge cans and thick, fat asses. <laughs> they had their periods. That's basically what a college gymnast is—a girl who had her period. An Olympic gymnast is one who somehow or another stunted her period into her early twenties, and it still is the size of an eight-year-old uh, Asian, you know, contortionist. The ones in, like, I watched UCLA take on the rest of the Pac 12, and, like, they're that good. Like, we'll battle the entire conference. And UCLA, it was just a bunch of, like, porn stars in their outfits climbing up there. They were hot. Half the time's taking the leotard out of the crack. Oh, constant. And they're a little thick. They're a little bit chubby almost, but they're bouncing all over the place. I'm like, these chicks are never going to. The-. And then every once in a while, this one's got a shot at the Olympics, and it's like some 12 year old just walked out there, like, ugh. This is disturbing, but yeah, hot gym. I bet you they show that. This this is the stuff they show at lesbian bars. This I'm is, going then. This is, yeah. <laughs> hot beach volleyball on a camera all day long. I would go to that lesbian bar, oh, too. Yeah. They don't want to watch the WNBA unless it's the playoffs, and that's just because they might be hosing Kelsey Plum or something. Mm, that's a fun sport. <laughs> that needs to be on TV more. Go to a lesbian bar today for lunch. I bet you that lesbian sports bars showing this kind of stuff would go gangbusters. Let's go lunch today. Because why would they show the butchy one? Show what your audience. They serve lunch. Target your audience. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they do. I'm sure they do. Oh yeah, it's uh, probably trout day most of the time. But yeah, you got to target your audience. <laughs> this place smells great. It's trout day. We got rainbow or brown. Your choice, baby. <laughs> Thanks, Glenda. Hey, congratulations on becoming Miss Puerto Rico. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, Miss Puerto Rico is a 
Smoke show. A solid couple. Now, that is a good-looking group, and I'm all for that kind of stuff. Pageant. Remember, Donald Trump started the Miss USA pageant back in the day because Miss America had gotten so puritanical when Vanessa Williams decided to you know, try to make some money before she was a pageant girl and show her gigantic unkempt area there to penthouse, and they published the photos after she won. They took her crown away for being naked. It didn't fit the wholesome image, and then Trump's like, Miss USA's got to be a thing. We can parade these chicks around in bikinis again and care. If you look at it now, and I'm not kidding, mentally challenged, handicapped. Uh, they got all sorts of like big girls, little ones. Are those the pictures of uh, Vanessa Williams? I remember Mike Burkhart brought that to the house. You go see this. We went in the alley oh. and looked at it. Yeah, it, was, it needed to be trimmed. And there's like a lesbian shot in there, too. That That's when they lost their minds. Oh, that one girl says, smelling her butt. <laughs> Wow, that is risque for the early 80s. Sure is. Settle down, Brady. You're all right. It's risque <laughs> for Brady in 2022. Look at that. That was Miss America until they found out about it. I didn't realize how hot those pictures were. Yeah. She should have won two years in a row. She no, should have no been kidding. a repeat winner. Yeah, but she had lesbians. I remember that exploded, exploded. And then Disney hired her, and she did a couple of songs, and everything was okay again. She was beautiful, and everybody thought it was because she was black. I think she was also the first Miss Miss America who was black. Oh, and then they're like, but also this is, and, and back in the eighties, that's what people were saying. Take that award. From this that is devil. what this is what you get <laughs> when you let a black lady win something. Look what she does on the side, white ladies. Oh, it's pretty great. Those pictures, she should have won hands down today. I agree. She'd be the greatest of all time. But Vanessa Williams couldn't. Uh, she showed her moon. It was beautiful. I liked it. Uh, more pageants like that, please. Dirty ones. And then, you know, have like Mario Lopez ask you, so, of all the girls in the top ten, which one do you want to f*** the most? Who have you spent the most <laughs> oh time my God. with? Well, I got to say, Miss Me in Argentina have been, oh, oh she's been unbelievable. And uh, I went down on her last night, Mario, and it was fantastic. It's very funny. I went down to Miss Italy, too, but she smelled like a sewer. All right, everybody. Let's hear it. It's Miss uh, Columbia. I'm mewling cocaine right now. I'd watch that pageant. Pageants suck now. Mario would quit. None of these chicks are into me. Yeah. (laughs) Mario can't. He would not quit. He would stand backstage just marveling at what's happening. Good luck, honey. (laughs) Miss Argentina, Miss Puerto Rico. Warming up, yeah, handing it out to each other right there in their bikinis. It's a good. That's a good pageant. And we're not allowed to say so that that's what we really want from our beauty pageants. Beauty. The last thing I want is to sit and look at the person next to me and act like I'm really happy that a mentally challenged girl just won the pageant. Oh yeah, that's why I'm here. Are they beauty pageants anymore? Technically, what are they now? Scholarship pageants are what they tried to change the name okay. to, and then just like. Women walking pageants. I don't even know what they call them. But yeah, beauty's out. Like, like so they shouldn't be judged on their beauty in that pageant. So They're kind of a pairs section in the uh, event competition. It's the photo shoot competi- competition. Yeah. They have three minutes to do a photo shoot. Oh, and make it make it memorable, <laughs> ladies. <laughs> oh, it would just be a full on <laughs> b- b- buffet. <laughs> You know, instead of having like you know the girl whose whose talent is to like play nine instruments at once, she just runs up and down a line of 
other pageant girls' middles like a seal blowing horns. Oh, I would watch that for <laughs> What are you going to do for us tonight? A cat bath. Watch what I do to this lady. I'm going to try to make her climax six times in my one minute. Well, good luck with that. Oh, I'm good. Watch this. <laughs> While she sings a whole new world. <laughs> you just hear one guy in the audience, me, crying. This is what art's supposed to look like. Unbelievable. Yeah. Do, do something from Frozen and do that same thing again. I'll watch you forever. You need to go to Broadway. It's a beautiful thing. So if you have time today, look up Miss Puerto Rico and Miss Argentina. They're a new happily wedded couple. And I guess it's legal in both their countries, too. Like I thought we were all cutting edge with that, but evidently that's... Puerto Rico's part of the United States, but I didn't know if Argentina was woke yet. Evidently. Everywhere is. And you get married in Puerto Rico, maybe she moved over there. And that hurricane ravaged nightmare. So hot. It's a whole choir. Have you seen the girl that sings Disney songs and performs oral on the other contestants? It's it's pure magic. When they have the whole crew out, pair it off. (laughs) (laughs) Choir of them. Calm down, Avita. She's doing Queen by herself. All the parts. And and she times the climax of the other girl to be a... (laughs) I could watch that. I could watch that for days. And will today on Pornhub. (laughs) I've invented a new genre. Uh, let's get a wake-up song we can all sing like the pageant curls uh, and uh, be happy about it. And then find out where Brett's going. Uh, is this the last time you go out? This is it. This is the last next one. Next week we pack. That's right. We're packing them up next week. So it's uh, KUP Deployment. We'll tell you where Brett's going in just a moment. It's your last chance to help out live and in person. Of course, we've got the other ways we'll tell you about as well. 585-9800. That is the phone number. You give us one and we'll scream it good and strong. It's 98KUPD. Wake up! Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.